Welcome to Reimagine Success. We're a husband and wife team that want the most out of life. Most people don't stop to celebrate their successes enough. This causes burnout, stress, anxiety, and can even lead to health issues. It's our mission to encourage people to realize all the good things in their lives. We share knowledge that encourages, motivates, and inspires you to live your best life by changing the way we all view success. Together we can figure out what it truly means to live our best lives. Welcome Welcome to to Season 3 of Reimagine Success. Welcome back to season three of Reimagine Success. Hey, everybody. We're here. We're kicked off in season three, and it is going amazingly. And just I hope that you guys have enjoyed everything up until this point. I can't believe we've been doing this for over a year now. I know. Season three, you guys. I am so excited to share season three because we have some amazing guests and awesome lineups. And we just can't wait to dive into the knowledge that you're going to learn this season. Yeah. And we're going to have lots and lots of bonus materials and extra stuff for you over at our Patreon. So make sure you're going over to patreon.com slash creative global and getting all that good stuff for just $5 a month. That's right. You actually get our journey you get episodes two days before they actually launch. Video versions of those. Yeah. I was about to say and video versions. Um, We also are going to be doing all the behind the scenes of our lives. So our journey is on there. Um, and also our real talk episode. So make sure you head over to patreon.com slash creative global. And with that, we have got an amazing guest today that I think is going to be super helpful for so many people. Uh, we've got Shelly Howard, a certified educational consultant and founder and CEO of College Ready. So with College Ready, she's an international speaker and international educator educational award winner she's been featured on fox cbs and nbc and she's a best-selling author and member of society of financial awareness shelly's traveled around the world helping students create their standout strategy she knows what it takes to compete in top tier schools as well as find the best fit college for all students her focus is find the best fit college for each student to thrive in and graduate debt free debt free In the last two years, her students earned over $17.8 million in scholarships. Man, I'm excited. I wish I would have heard this interview uh, before I went to college. college, But uh, (laughs) with that, welcome, Shelly, to the podcast. So good to have you. Uh, Thank you so much. I look forward to it. Yeah. So we can't wait to dive in. We want to know your story. How did you get started and how did you get into helping um, kids that are going to college with uh, these scholarships? I will give you the condensed version because obviously <laughs> sure it's long. <laughs> can go pretty deep, but the, the gist of it is my firstborn in um, his wisdom came home and said, mom, I know exactly what I want to do when I grow up. I'm like, you're in eighth grade. I didn't <laughs> know how to, yeah, no. And I go, oh, excellent. What, what mm-hmm. is it? He says, yeah, I want to be a brain surgeon. Oh, yeah, that's the look I had. I'm like, wow. <laughs> okay, yeah, this is gonna be fun. No problem. He walks away. My heart is just beating super fast because there's no medicine in my family. I was the mm. first to go to college, so we're talking leaps and bounds. And yeah, so you know, I, I won't bore you with the details. But over the next four years, he actually did what I recommended, mm-hmm. and he got into seven colleges. 
And he went to Harvard four years and graduated debt-free. Wow. So he was my why. And -hmm. how College Ready got started is I was sitting at his graduation. I'll never forget it. And he was giving uh, this ludatorian speech. And a young man next to me says, dude, I didn't even know that kid was smart. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, wow, I guess this program works for everyone. Um, That's hilarious. And so honest and truthfully, you know, 15 years ago, it was a mom on a mission. Mm -hmm. I was working full time as a different career. And I didn't know, even if he got in, how I was going to pay for it. I was Mm -hmm. really, really worried about one, could he get in? And two, if he did, how would I pay for it? And that's really how College Ready got launched is because we focus on return on investment and college Mm -hmm. is just part of the the transition from high school to adulthood. It's not the end. Mm -hmm. And so that is what we love to help our students figure out. Mm, I love that so, so much. Great. And I love how your company started. You know, um, that makes the best companies is when it starts from a need. So you knew there was a need and then you fulfilled mm-hmm. it. And and you are doing that for so many others that, you know, have that same need. And so many parents that, yeah. you know, are, are really wanting their kids to go and have a fulfilled life, but just don't know how to do it. Yeah, it's it's really insane because college prices these days are just outrageous. I mean, I graduated college, oh goodness, like 16 years ago. He's going to date himself now. <laughs> yeah, or 17 years ago actually now. And back then it was expensive. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even see how people do it these days. It just is crazy. Um, but the hardest part is getting into the right schools. Like that's even increased in difficulty Mm -hmm. over the years. Like, so I was a middle school teacher for uh, about six years and um, my students were already stressing about their college applications and stuff like that. And it's like, you're in middle school. Why do you have to worry about this? (laughs) But it's so true. And so like, what would you say is some of the most important things that colleges look for in a, in an application? Like what should students be doing at the earliest stages to get on their resumes and things like that? So obviously it depends on the student and the school they wish to go to, Mm -hmm. right? A community college is going to have very different setup than an Ivy league. Right. But So what we do is we first find out what is the student and the family striving for that's plan a, right? Mm -hmm. And then we have plan B and plan C because we know that not all plans stay the course (laughs) Mm -hmm. So what we recommend is that families really start just talking about college and how you can go and learn a subject you can't wait to get your hands Mm -hmm. on and how Mm -hmm. fun it will be and how you'll meet friends for life and the social part of it. Right. And then help families to get to that next stage, which is usually in middle school. I Mm -hmm. start with seventh and eighth graders. Um, and we're not talking about college. We're talking about who are you mm-hmm. and why do you matter? Because that's what colleges want to know. Yeah. So yeah. We I can help that. them start figuring out their core values, their passions, their advocacy. Then we could help them not only pick the right major, pick the right school, but ultimately they're going to get in and out without debt into a career that they're going to love. So instead of focusing on just getting into a brand name college, we actually reverse engineer it and we start with, let's make the student the very best they can be. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, sorry, I was just going to say that's amazing. And, you know, um, we actually have a sixth grader and she is saying all of these things that she wants to do. And we're like, some of them is like, okay, you're going to rethink this in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for kids, there is a lot of pressure, uh, especially when they're in middle school to go ahead and, and pick a career. And it, it's, it's so funny because a lot of kids don't know what they want to do and they don't want to, they don't know what they want to do, even when they're graduating, when, when they're high school students. Mm-hmm. So what would you say for those kids that need to pick, they don't know what direction they want to go, but they need to pick a college. What would you say to those kids? So the majority of students don't want to do what their parents are doing, right? Mm. That, that is just a normal thing, right? Yeah. So then how would they know? They don't teach it in elementary school. They don't teach it in elementary school and they mm-hmm. sure don't teach it in high school. They took right. away workshop. <laughs> so what we hope families understand is Community service is a safe way for students to try their gifts, talents, and values while helping another human being. And there's no pressure for success Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. obviously they're better off than they would be if the student wasn't there. So we really help students to first figure out what are they passionate about, which can be a challenging. I've had students ask Siri, Siri, what am I passionate about? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's a real thing. Um, they spend so much time online on their phone that they're not figuring out, am I fast or slow? Do I climb well? Do I, am I, in, the, mm. the, they're, and they don't have a lot of failures. Like mm-hmm. we're doing such a good job of perfect, protecting them from failure that they don't know if they're good or bad because they haven't failed. Right. And so in community service, you can fail and the world will not end. And so it's a lot safer environment. So we really recommend to start serving your community in something you would love to do Mm -hmm. and something you would like to see go away because Mm. all of that points to good stuff. Mm -hmm. Then they find out, do I like people? Do I not? (laughs) Do I want to lead? Do I not? Do I want to work in a lab? Do I not? Mm -hmm. And all of the sudden it's not, what major do you want? It's like, what did you think about playing with those puppies? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the puppies. What about cleaning up after their mess? Oh yeah, not so much that <laughs> And you start to really help them self-analyze. I like, I don't like. Mm-hmm. This means a lot to me. That means nothing to me. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, right, they start to figure out, do I like numbers? Do I like communication? And then it's not the the name of a major. It's like, what do you want to do? More Mm -hmm. of this? Yes. More of that? No. Mm -hmm. And then we help them bridge that into what would life look like if you got to do this every day? Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh my gosh, that would be amazing except for when they want to do something that makes no money. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I have a student right now. The parents are like, please tell her botany is not going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, okay, we're going to own nurseries. How's that? Mm. So we do help them, you know, first figure out that piece. And then we open up the world to what does that look like? I even have one student 
who was so frustrated they could not figure this out, they started a podcast interviewing CEOs from every profession so he Mm. could figure out what job he wanted to take. Wow, that's that's really smart, though. I want to listen to that podcast. It sounds really interesting. I bet that kid's going to have no problem getting scholarships to college with that kind of initiative. Holy moly. Right? So here's a young man who just got so frustrated for, you know, everybody saying, what do you want to major in? And he's just like, I don't know, but I will find Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we help students do is in their own way, right? They Mm -hmm. all have to find their path their own way. If you or I tell them, then they're automatically going to think that's a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If If they happen to come across it, stumble onto it, and they're like, I had no idea being a pediatric nurse meant I got to play with babies all day. <laughs> you know, they don't have to be a babysitter, but mm-hmm. it's a career, right? Mm-hmm. That is where you would think that it's GPA, test scores, community service, leadership, extra. Yeah. Like, yes, 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 yes. But until they figure out who they are and why they matter, answering a college essay is going to be really difficult. Yeah. yeah. So they probably all shouldn't just be business majors like they used to tell us back in the day. Like, you don't know what you want to do. Just be a business major. (laughs) Yeah, that unfortunately didn't work out. And that's why a lot of Mm -hmm. people graduated with majors that they don't use. Right. Yeah, Yeah, it's terrible. I know a lot of my friends, they've graduated in one degree and then most of them have gone back to college to graduate in the gr- degree that they want to graduate in. <laughs> so it, it definitely, it definitely works to know what you want to do. And I love that you're out there helping kids to figure out what they want to do. With, uh, along those lines, mm-hmm. let me ask you this. Is it harder or about the same amount of difficulty to get scholarships the second time around you go to college like let's say let's say somebody like from our generation got a business degree it's doing them no good at all and they decide they want to go into something completely different so they go to school a second time well now they're going to have to figure out how to pay for that and is it harder to go back to school and get scholarships because i know um you know I, i was originally from south carolina and i got the life scholarship well that's not available the second time you go to school. There is no scholarship second time around. Unfortunately, unless you have, you work for a large corporation and that's one of your employee benefits, Mm -hmm. masters, PhD, that they figure, you know, you're, you're an adult, you, you can pay for it. Yeah. Um, not always what we want to do, but they believe that that's what it should be. Mm-hmm. And that's why I really help families understand that graduating without debt your first four years opens up the world to what your possibilities are. Yeah. Yes. My son graduated from Harvard with no debt. His first job, $123,000 a year mm-hmm. at 23 years old. Oh, that's Goodness. amazing. That's so respectful. What a way to start life. Yeah. (laughs) Do you see what I'm talking about? So now you're just like, whoa. And then I always tell families and the double debt factor, your significant other Mm -hmm. could have debt and now you're double debted. Mm -hmm. So I really try to encourage families to have a balanced college list, which means that some your dream schools probably won't give you big scholarships. Mm -hmm. Your 
Comfort schools, you'll get some and your safety school should give you a ton of money. Mm -hmm. So there is a strategy and a plan. And I will say there is a ton of money out there to be had. Yeah. Well, I know college is crazy, insanely, you know, expensive these days. So what, um, how can you go to college, you know, without racking up a ton of debt? The most important thing is to get really clear on what matters and what is the end game. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is, are you going to college because you need to, to complete your career? CPA, doctor, lawyer, engineer, some of the, the, you don't have a choice. Yeah, definitely. So then you look at, okay, what's the return on investment? Mm -hmm. In other words, if I spend $400,000 on my degree at NYU, and I want to live in New York when I graduate, and then I want to go into theater, do you see where the problem is? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be broke. (laughs) Struggling actress or actor. So that's really, it's, it's more about thinking, discussing and educating because 17 year olds have no concept of any of this. Mm. As a matter of fact, if you ask your sixth grader and say, how much will it cost you when you move out of our home to live the same lifestyle? They will say a couple hundred bucks, like no big deal. I I'm living great. You know? There, the, there is nothing that teaches them through life except their family. Mm-hmm. And if they don't want to listen or talk about it with their family, now they're flying solo. Mm-hmm. And so the goal is helping them to understand the choices they make now, how it will affect their future. Mm-hmm. And so when we work with students and we help pick their college list, I will tell them, if you apply to this school, you will not get a scholarship. They don't give them. That is it. So do you understand what that means? Yeah, 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 yeah. No big Mm -hmm. deal. And then I ask them, how long do you want to work for free? And they're like, what? (laughs) What do you mean? I'm like, those are called student loans. Somebody Mm -hmm. has to pay them back. And now you're an adult. So what, you know, you're going to pay them. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, then my parents will pay them. And I'm like, well, how long do you want your parents to work for free? (laughs) <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, that, that there's just nothing there. Hmm. Very, very rarely do I get a student who understands. And that is because the parents have absolutely had that discussion. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we would never allow our child to buy our us a home without being involved. Same right. cost. We would never allow them to go on to a car lot and pay a sticker price. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a little terrifying too. Yeah. But I have a lot of clients who are like, you know what? Let's let them figure it out. It's time for them to adult. And I'm like, no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like it's a little too early. <laughs> yeah. So that hands-off approach is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Or the ones who say the other part is, let's wait and see where they get in and then we'll figure out how to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That oh is gosh. screaming debt, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Screaming debt. So then we have to think, how do we fix this? Well, we fix it two ways by helping the family understand is the most important thing, the academic fit, the social fit, the athletic fit, Mm -hmm. financial fit. Like what, what is it? Of course we want it all. Let's get real. Like as a parent, yeah, yeah, we'll take all of that. That would be great. (laughs) Um, But really if a student can't 
pay for college, they need scholarships, yeah. which means they need to apply to the most generous colleges. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, have a resume full of really great stuff to share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's absolutely crazy because I, when I was coming into out of my senior year and going into college, I was really, really fortunate. I had a, I had a father who pushed me to apply for everything because he knew we couldn't afford it. And it we had uh, this one scholarship opportunity. I was from Oconee County in South Carolina, and in Oconee County there was a three part scholarship that pretty much had the same essay. One was a full tuition. One was a half tuition. One was like $15,000. Well, I got two of those. I got the half tuition and the $15,000 one off writing the same exact essay. And it's mostly because nobody else really applies for it. So my essay, because it was good, was kind of at the top of the list, you know, and, and kids just don't know that there's all these things that you can apply Mm -hmm. for. Nobody's telling them, nobody's educating them. I'm sure there's a billion scholarships out there just based off of uh, like if they're a minority, if they're a female, if mm-hmm. they're this, if they're that, like whatever it may be, there's probably a scholarship for you. If, if you are part of a Catholic Jewish family, you know, that there's a scholarship, you know, <laughs> there's so many different avenues people can get to and they don't know about it. There's one right now I have to bring up because it still makes me giggle. It's a scholarship, $10,000 if you're a vegan. Oh my God. <laughs> And I'm like, I can be a vegan for 10 grand. Right? I could do that. I, could, I, I think I could pull that off, really. So well, I, when, I think the yeah. vegans need need a little incentive to continue to be vegans. It's such a hard lifestyle. <laughs> no offense to any vegans out there. <laughs> no, none at all. But I love the fact that truly there's so much money out there. To your point, I just thought I would throw another one. You know, mm-hmm. if you have green eyes, there's a scholarship out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. And, but there's so much paperwork, so much that is really overwhelming between applications and FAFSAs and the the scholarship paperwork and everything that you have to fill out. Parents get unbelievably stressed out. The kid, a lot of times the kids are just like, all right, whatever, you know, I'm going to hand it to my parents. They figure the parent, uh, if they're lucky and their parents are involved in that sort of thing. But like, how can you get your child into the best schools with the least amount of stress? (laughs) Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's a personality trait. I, I mean, some parents are out of control, just in tears. I just talked to a mom yesterday for an hour and a half. She has triplet girls. Oh my God. And this lady, no she's stressed out. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're all three are seniors at the same time. Oh and gosh. She's just like, this one's doing this and this one. And I feel for her. Right. So we, we calmly walked one step through the process for each child. So a lot of it has to do with one, how prepared are they? Mm-hmm. This is the biggest area where I find overwhelming stress. They woke up at the beginning of their senior year and went, huh, I think it might be time to apply for college. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my gosh, yes. You've never looked at an essay topic. You haven't done any service hours. Where's your leadership? It's going to be really stressful. Yeah. When you start when you're, you know, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth grade, it's gentle. It's, mm-hmm. yes, I have my leadership. Yes, I have my service hours. Now, all I have to do is wrap it all up with a pretty bow and call it an essay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Do you see the difference? It really yep. comes down to preparation and planning and strategizing. And that is what we do for families who are like, one, my child won't listen to me mm -hmm. or two, I don't know how to do this. And I don't have 30 hours a week to figure this out. Right. Mm -hmm. or, or three, like I'm just overwhelmed. I can't help. They're overwhelmed if I am absolutely buried in this type of thing. So it, it, everybody has their own tolerance for this. I mean, this is my 15th application season wow. and every year when we kick off, I'm like, Whoa, I can't mm. believe I'm doing this again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, but what I find out is if I can simplify it for the family and just give them a, a strategic path and a timeline, they're like, Shelly, this is not a big deal. Why yeah. is all mm -hmm. these people stressed out? And this is pretty basic. And I'm like, and that is the difference. Mm. Yeah. So now would you say that most of your clients, are they parents of like seven, like middle schoolers? Or do you, do you have a lot of high school parents as well? I would say the majority is high school students. Mm -hmm. The one I usually get middle school students, if their older sibling did it wrong. Okay. <laughs> you know, the whole that thing makes like sense. You know, that you can't have candy for the firstborn, but you can have a lollipop when you, you know, the second, third yep. born. Yeah. Um, so typically they want to start as soon as I will take them mm -hmm. because they saw the disaster, the train wreck that happened. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm getting high school seniors right now who have never heard of me. Mm -hmm. And I'm working with maybe a friend or a family member and they're like, please, you've got to help us this is awful, you know, and they're, they're traumatized. Yeah. Everybody looks at this different. Some parents, right. Are proactive. Others are reactive. Mm -hmm. Some parents teach their kids to swim at six months old. Some wait until they're four years old. It's like there's, it's a parenting style. Mm -hmm. What I can tell every single parent is if you start early, it's easy. You start late, it's stressful. Mm -hmm. And the reality is some parents don't want to believe their kids leaving. It's mm. really an emotional yeah. thing. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. So they just put it off as long as possible to think that little Johnny is not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And Johnny thinks he can't get out of there quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've been smothered. I got to go. <laughs> He'll just go to community college, live at home, and then he'll stay in our basement for the rest of his life. Oh, if you only knew, I've heard those stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, sometimes because they can't get into college and they can't get a good job, that's unfortunately the only choices they have. Yeah. And that's, I think choice is such a great word mm -hmm. because this whole thing is a choice. Yeah. Yeah. I tell students all the time, I said, listen, you don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. This all is a quality opportunity and you can make it whatever you want to make it. And that is if we start with that and not make them feel like another thing they have to do, mm -hmm. they're so on board. They're like, outstanding. I get to pick where I want to live. Yeah, let's do this. Like <laughs> they get really excited if I empower them versus overwhelm or stress them out. Yeah. yeah that makes I love so that. much sense. Yeah. And now your son went to Harvard with debt-free. He graduated, got an amazing job right out of, of college. 
how did you do that? <laughs> like, how how did you help yep. him? Because Ivy become... League schools, I wouldn't think they would be giving a lot of scholarships like that. So Ivy Leagues are interesting mm-hmm. because they tell families that they don't give any money other than need. What they don't tell you is they have to fill up their demographic pool. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? They need so many East Coast, West Coast, South, Southeast, Northeast, so on and so forth. They need accountants. They need mm-hmm. doctors. They need lawyers. They, they they need white, black, brown. They, they need it all, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they get punished financially if they don't have enough of something. Mm. So an West Coast student going to the East Coast is quite a novelty. Mm. And there's things that make a student stand out. So for instance, my son was freshman class president, sophomore class vice president, junior class president, and ASB president. Wow. Okay. Of a very, very large public school. Mm-hmm. that's what the Ivies are like. Yes, I would yeah. like that. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, and he was salutatorian. Yes, I like that as well. So if you check all the boxes and then you put some icing on the cake, money seems to appear. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, the Rockefellers are very giving people. The Vanderbilts apparently are very given people. So it truly is, you can call it whatever you want to call it. And I've heard it from so many people, but I took my son's 529 plan and bought a Porsche. So I didn't have to use it on his education. I got to use Mm. it on my fun. Nice. You think about, I had the money saved. He earned it. He also had a full ride to USC. He earned a full ride scholarship. And that's where this mama wanted him because I'm a West Coast um, family. Mm -hmm. It's all about, think of it, take the emotion out of it. Think of it as a job. You're the owner. I come to you. I have zero skill. You pay me minimum wage. Mm -hmm. I come to you with a resume that is four pages deep. I could do your job. And you're like, here. How much do you need? I will pay the max <laughs> I can. And that is how colleges work. Mm. If they want you, they will find a way to get you. Mm. Love that. Now, you started with your son when he was in middle school. You guys started planning. He started planning what he wanted to do. Um, how would you get most parents that their kids do not want to do anything else other than play on their tablets or their phones or, you know, Fortnite, and they're not interested in anything and you try really hard to get them interested to figure out, you know, what it is they love to do? How, how, what, what would you tell those parents to, to kind of have them a, a, a peace of mind and an ease and how to transition their kids and pull them away from that aspect of their life. And by those parents, she means these parents. These parents. <laughs> I was afraid of that. <laughs> um, so that is that is a parenting question. And I can only tell you from this parent. So I have two biological kids. I have a surgeon and a nurse. Mm-hmm. I have two stepkids who are both in college going to graduate debt-free. And then I raised an Italian exchange student for a year. So I do have mommy qualities. 
what I will tell you is how much time do you spend reading with Mm. a book, not with a phone, not with a tablet, a good old fashioned smelly paperback, Mm -hmm. right? You start to think as parents, okay, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, when's the last time I, and you guys may not be that, but what I tell parents is it's monkey see monkey do. Mm-hmm. If, the if only thing is them. they're never with us. We only get um, them every other weekend for really a day. And so we, we do, we take them to the library. We read ourselves all the time. We're constantly reading with them, making sure they're, they're telling stories or writing songs, or mm-hmm. they're just not interested in anything when they're with us. It's anything. Yeah. We, we push and we push and it's like, hey, can we try this? Can we try that? Nah, no, I don't. Feel but nice. I think they're not pushed when they're at home. So it's like, it's, it's kind of sad because it's so hard for us to mold them in a day when we don't have them very much. <laughs> Did I mention I have two stepkids? Yes, yep. you did. Yep. <laughs> we have to talk afterwards. <laughs> Pick your brain. Um, the first thing that I I had to do personally as a parent is I sat down with with each of my stepkids and I said, "Listen, I'm going to keep trying, mm-hmm. and I, I'm going to keep hoping that we can find something you're truly passionate about. But until we do, can you write down ten things you're passionate about?" just 10 and, and leave it for me right here by Sunday. Yeah. All right. That's fair enough. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Come Sunday, no list. Mm. I'm like, Oh, I really want to see what you were passionate about, you know, please. So finally I said, Hey, uh, it's time. We, we need the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then once we got the list, the world opened up because now they just told us, yeah. Either they don't have passions and now mm-hmm. we're really worried or they have them. And now we have a secret weapon. We mm-hmm. know what they want. Right. So it's kind of like we went to the source to figure out, skip all of the trying. Let's just ask them. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes if it's gaming, for instance, my mm-hmm. firstborn I took him to a college that does gaming esports event. Mm. I'm like, oh, you want a game? Let's do it. Let's do it as a family. Let's go all in. And let's, well, all of a sudden, gaming that was his private thing now became a family event. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't yes. like, wait a minute. I love that. <laughs> How did that work? Like, so again, it's, they're teenagers, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're living in this little bubble of their world that is kind of wrapped up in their phone, if you will. And so in or- they're not going to open that door and say, come on in. You're, you have to think about how do I enter that bubble? Mm-hmm. The second thing I do- did with them is I, at dinner time, we, we were having family dinner. And I said, if I gave you a million dollars cash, and you had to spend it in 24 hours or you had to give it all back to me. What would you do with it? Mm-hmm. You start to figure out one would say, well, first I buy a jet plane and then I buy a yacht and then I fly all my friends to Hawaii. And then we would buy a house there. And you're like, no, 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 no. One million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot more. <laughs> and so you find out no concept of money. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there. Right. Or I had one student say, well, listen, first I'd buy a fixer upper property. Then I would fix it up and I'd sell it and I'd flip it and I'd buy two properties. 
And then, and I'm like, is your dad in real estate? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, how brilliant was that? Yeah, right? super yeah. smart. So that's an easy game without saying, what do you want to do? What are you into? What you, you have to help them think of life mm-hmm. in a very different way, because if you ask yes or no, they're going to say yes or no. Mm. Right. So if you do these, like, I can't just shut this question down. Like I, I have to play the game mm-hmm. Yeah. or I, you know, they're not going to feed me or something. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but those are some tricks of the trade that I've used mm-hmm. with either hard clients or my stepkids. Um, yeah, they were part of my learning. Mm-hmm. And so that's a reality for teenagers. And if they don't do community service, they will not know how to move forward because they're living in a world that's very small, Instagram, mm-hmm. Snapchat, TikTok, mm-hmm. like, and that's all fake. There's a new yeah. app. There's a new app I just introduced to my kids called Be Real, B-E-R-E-A-L. It is the first app where these kids have to stop what they're doing once a day and take a picture and they have five seconds to do it. Oh, well, beyond the app. So they have, it's so funny because all of a sudden you see these kids being real mm-hmm. and it's such a nice, nice thing. They lose all of those expectations of life and they're just like, Hey, yeah, I do that. I was playing with my dog. It was so fun. You know? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of it is just the challenges of competing with those platforms, those platforms, Mm -hmm. you can lose yourself in them and live in somebody else's perfect world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we say that all the time about adults, never mind children. Like like Instagram and yeah, the fact that kids are growing up thinking that that's reality. It's so sad because it's really hurting their self-esteem and their self-worth and everything that they they think is important in life. It's just not. And they they're consuming themselves with these apps. And it's it's really tough as parents to watch them. Luckily, our kids aren't on social media yet. But as I said, I was a middle school teacher and I would see so many kids just obsessed with getting that perfect shot. And it's just horrible. And now the retouching that goes on, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's so hard. <laughs> I I feel for the kids, but at the same time, I'm not giving up on them. Yeah. Yeah. Because if if they don't do anything different, they're going to it's hard, right? During the COVID time and the alone time and the mental illness that has really sprung from a lot of it. I have students who actually thrive during COVID because they didn't have to worry about who they were going to sit with at lunch mm. or the awkwardness of not having a click or a group or you know, not worrying about all those social stigmas of what am I going to wear? And you know, all of that, I actually have some students who loved it. Yeah. And thrived. And then I have mm-hmm. others who thought it was jail and they just mm-hmm. absolutely went into a deep, dark place. Mm-hmm. So as parents, what do we do? We have to figure out how do we reach that student, that child. And the other thing I, I would tell you as parents, um, I have you ever heard of the five love languages? Yes. 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 There's one for teenagers. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. It's an online quiz. 
and it's brilliant. So I always played a game where we all wrote down each other's love languages and we put in an envelope and put it on the table. And then we all took the quiz and came back and whoever was right got ice cream. <laughs> so none of us were right. We all guessed each other's love language wrong. Wow. <laughs> but so see, cool this- though to realize. We were speaking the wrong love language the whole time. Yeah. yeah. That that's really cool. I never ever would have thought to do that with the kids, but now I really want to and we will do that this weekend. This weekend. <laughs> where where do you find that quiz? Online. This, okay, so yeah. just love language for teenagers. Five love languages of teenager quiz. Cool. Nice. Yeah, we're going to check that out cuz yeah. that sounds fun. <laughs> and we're going to do exactly endo- what I'm you not did. endorsing any of this like I don't oh, yeah. <laughs> this is truly parent to parent kind of stuff yeah. here. But, no, it's um, great. It really, you know, the more you're armed, right, with mm-hmm. everything, the better parent we can be. If we're yeah. speaking their love language, life world opens up. If I think it's act of service, I'm doing all this stuff and they're still naughty. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm doing the parenting thing wrong. Yeah. So I know it's so simple, but yeah, it made a huge difference with me and my stepkids. My stepkids are awesome. I love them dearly. Oh, I love That's- that. I love that you, uh, and you actually brought that into your business. So that was a learning factor. So mm-hmm. you can learn how to deal with those kids as well. Um, now, speaking of platforms and software, where can kids go to find scholarships that are right for them? And where where are some of the platforms that they, they can use to, um, to figure that out? Excellent. First, I'm going to give the parents a little warning because mm-hmm. I did this wrong, right? We learn from our mistakes. So my oldest, um, I didn't know any better. I had him apply to small private scholarships, 31 of them, 33, 33 of them. Yikes. And uh, I I just didn't know any better. What Mm -hmm. happened is he was telling them I owned a house, I owned a car, I did. And all of a sudden my email blew up with mortgage brokers, financial Mm -hmm. advisors, refinance, Oh my goodness, people, please listen, get a separate email, a throwaway email and don't have your uh, child give them anything about you. Um, Mm. We call it a bait and switch, right? Because what they're doing is they're saying to the student, easy $5,000 scholarship, apply here with just five questions and they're all about your parents' financial situation. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And your kids are going, yeah, this is easy money. I'm just talking about my parents and their finances. And (laughs) oh my God. So I I like to start there because I did it wrong and I had to shut my email with all the spam. The right way to do it is this. First thing is, Pick the right colleges who are the most generous and get the big scholarships. Mm -hmm. The second is understand how to complete the FAFSA and set yourself up for financial success. The FAFSA is a governmental way to find out how much they think you should pay for college. Mm -hmm. The form looks at some assets. They don't look at other assets. Know where your assets are. Okay. Then at that point, if you still need scholarships, get another email address. If it doesn't need an essay, don't bother with it because it's not real. Mm -hmm. And 
if the student is applying for anything under a hundred dollars, they're better off getting a job and job experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, a hundred dollars goes nowhere when it <laughs> comes a, to college tuition. College. That'll no, pay for not even a, a book. half a book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. So those are some warnings, but there are some legit. I have two of my favorite I'll share with you. Uh, a first one is called imaginescholarships.com. Mm -hmm. um, I know the owner. She's amazing. She does all the vetting to make sure they're legit, right? Mm -hmm. I, I can support that because I've seen it. I've had students success, success with it. That is the only places that you should be looking. Really, the best money comes from um, your company. Mm -hmm. They give away a ton of scholarships or your um, organizations, Rotary Club, those types of things. They mm -hmm. give away great scholarships. Just be really, really careful of the ones on the internet. That's that's the most important thing I can tell you. Yeah. Okay. Especially nowadays, people are always looking for something to scam, yeah. especially young kids with. And it's, it's so terrible the way that they they do that because that, like you said, it's just a bait and switch and they'll bring in these kids who think they're trying to do something good for their future and it ends up could be worse than just emails could be, you know, identity theft and all mm -hmm. kinds of craziness out there these days. Um, but you don't just help people get into college. You, you help them be successful while they're at college as well. So what does that look like with college ready? So we help families, whenever they find us, there's never too early, never too late. And what does that look like? So if a, if a student maybe didn't do all of this beforehand and pick the wrong college, what we do is we help them understand a successful transfer plan. We help them understand what 60 transferable units mean mm -hmm. and how to navigate that. Cause every college is going to accept different classes so it's not just, I want to go to this school. It's what will go with me transfer wise. Yep. And so helping families understand if you are going to go to a community college, they're not going to help your child with their transfer plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you think that your high school didn't help college doesn't help at all. Yeah. And so they have thousands of adults now who are at their school. And so it's a challenge. So what we do is we help students get really clear on where are you going to go to school? What are you going to major in? And how long are you going to need to be here? Um, and then once they're there, how to navigate the right classes. And if they want to go on to a secondary degree, law, medicine, what MBA, whatever it is, we help them understand, are you going to have to take the MCAT? Are you going to have to take the LSAT? Do you know you have to graduate in the top 5% of your class all over again? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, here we go again. So, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, we don't want students to pick the wrong school. If they're going to a really hard school and that's not what they want to do, fight for every A, and they want to get their MBA, that all is a mess. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to work out well. So it really needs to have 
it's it's not just getting in it's really what are the steps all the way through to the career that ultimately will support them mm. yeah i mean it makes so much sense because a lot of people just like they don't know what they want to do in life they don't know what college they need to go to and they haven't done as much homework so it's really makes so much sense to start when they're young to really plan it out you know, plan all of their academics and plan, you know, their activities and everything that they're going to be doing um, in order to get to the right college. And it, it starts, it feels like it starts with you. It starts with college ready to be able to get those kids to be college ready, to pick the correct school at the first, you know, time around. So they don't have to do that again and to really be prepared. Yeah. I I've got friends that I went to college with that transferred in uh, their sophomore year but they ended up having to come back as a freshman because they lost all their credits nothing transferred and it, it's so sad because then it's just another forty thousand fifty thousand yeah. six hundred thousand dollars that you're having to spend on an education that you already spent that money somewhere else because you didn't do your homework you weren't ready enough mm -hmm. you you weren't uh planning well enough to figure out what it is that you had to do that's, that's what it all comes down to planning, strategizing, thinking it through. And, you know, the more you do it at the beginning, you don't make mistakes all the way through the mm -hmm. less you do, mm -hmm. you have a lot more regret on the end. So it's, it's really your tolerance and, and what you're able to do. But I, I will say that for families who don't want to, or can't or whatever, hire somebody like college ready, what is your plan? It's okay that it's not me, mm -hmm. but as long as what, what it is, I'm going to give your listeners a copy of my best-selling book, um, for free. And I'll share oh. that. I'll share that at some point, but really it, if you pretend it's not coming, it's going to hit and be painful. If you really start to build that foundation, that slab for your your home, it get it's really an enjoyable process. Mm -hmm. And the student goes into adulthood with a lot less stress and a lot less mistakes. Yeah, it makes, I mean, it makes perfect sense. And it's um, like we said before, we wish we would have known you when we were going through college and doing all of this. So you are making a difference in a lot of parents and kids lives. So we would just want to thank you. Um, I think we would be remiss to not ask based on something that's going on in this moment in time with the student loan forgiveness that's happening. And some people are outraged. Some people are extremely happy. Can you shine a little light on kind of where we're at with that? The challenge is they, they haven't announced yet. They've announced that they hope to forgive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. until I see it, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's a, it's, it's whatever mm -hmm. you want to make of it, right? There's some people who have those loans who are like, yes, I got the lottery. Mm -hmm. And there's other people who didn't go to college who are just angry. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm on forums and, I, you know, I absolutely feel for all of them, but it all goes back to what I believe in. And that is don't get a loan. Right. If you work my program, 
you wouldn't be worried. You wouldn't be happy. You wouldn't be sad. You would just be like, oh, I guess they lucked out or, you know, I'm glad they're not upset. Like, mm-hmm. I am not an advocate for loans. That's mm-hmm. not our belief. Our belief is be the best version of you and find the perfect school that you can graduate with return on investment. Mm. So this whole thing, this political environment, I I have to remain completely neutral and just say, don't put yourself in that situation. Yeah. And you wouldn't be really concerned about it one way or another. Right. So I mean, we love that. Fair, right. Of course you're concerned. Bottom yeah. line is everybody should be, it doesn't matter. Right. We want to be aware and we want to be fiscally smart, but I don't think it would be as painful one way or the other, um, how that all works out. And they say now October 15th is the release date of the details. Mm. Mm. We okay. shall see. One more month. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so, so it just depends on when this airs, if it beats that or not. But um, yeah, I think that, this will actually be after that. So we, by the time this airs, we will know if <laughs> the general public is getting shafted on this one or what they're planning. <laughs> That's the challenge. And so I remain completely neutral in this world and just say, you know, college without debt opens up so many opportunities. Mm-hmm. And that is my mission is just to let people know it is possible that matter of fact, there are 13 colleges that are tuition free. Oh, cool. All the student has to do is work. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm. Yeah. yeah I so didn't for, know that. Yeah. Mind blown like, over here. We, yeah. We can't afford it. I'm like, you can't afford free. It's in my book yeah. that mm-hmm. I'm going to be giving and it's 13 and I list them out and how to find them. That's but so helpful. They, you know, they may not be in your neighborhood, right? Right. Right. They and may not so, be your first choice, but right. if you have no yeah. other choice but to go into unbelievable debt that will follow you for yeah. the rest of your life for some people, or go to a school that wasn't your first choice, but you can go for free and still get a degree, that seems like a no-brainer. Yeah, it I think so, but you know, everybody has their own way of working through this process. So Mm -hmm. I just like families to know that it's available to everyone. Mm. It really is. I love that. And um, we, this is our favorite part of the podcast because we want to celebrate you and we want to celebrate your successes. So we always, uh, this podcast is all about reimagining what success is, mm-hmm. and we want to redefine that by allowing you to stop, take a moment, and breathe, and celebrate, and and just enjoy the success that you've had in your life, big or small. So we want to take a moment and celebrate you, and and ask if you want to publicly announce any celebrations that you would like, successes that you would like to celebrate, big or small, on the Reimagine Success podcast. Oh, I'm so grateful in so many ways. Um, I get to touch lives every single day. Mm-hmm. Every time a student calls me, I've been accepted. I'm like, oh, win. Yeah. Um, for College Ready itself, I think um, I launched a podcast and it's called Parents Is Your Teen College Ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was probably my most recent success. It was three years of just, yes, I should, but I don't have this or excuse, mm-hmm. excuse. 
And what I'm finding is my voice is reaching people and changing lives. And that's really what it's all about. So thank you for that opportunity. That's amazing. We We love love that. that. Congratulations. That's so, so cool. And um, where, so it's called parents is your child college ready. I assume that's on all streaming platforms everywhere. Podcasts are downloaded. So it's parents colon is your teen is your college ready. Is your it's team okay. college ready? Yes. I just don't want people to go to the wrong place. Right, right. It's on every streaming channel out there. And it it's where I bring in guests to help get your student ready for adulthood. Mm. It's everybody whom you could ever need to help support you as parents. That's so, so cool. It is a really safe, wonderful place to get these you know, little nuggets of, I had no idea the love languages did yeah. stuff teenagers. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, no idea. <laughs> I know. That's what I try to share. Well, that is so awesome. And where else can people follow you, find you, uh, connect, connect with, with College you. Ready? Yeah. The, the most uh, or the easiest place would be my website. And that's www.collegereadyplan.com. And if you would like a a free copy of my best-selling book, How to Send Your Student to College Without Losing Your Mind or Your Money, you can go to freebook.collegereadyplan.com. Freebook.collegereadyplan.com. Do not miss that. If you are a parent of any child of any age, do get that book right now because, goodness, what a what an amazing resource for so many people. And I'm really excited to be able to promote that and, and get the word out about it because it's going to help so many families. Outstanding. Well, it has been my pleasure and I'm grateful to have this opportunity. Thank you so much for being on. We love what you're doing and we appreciate you so much. So you have a great evening and uh, we will talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Wow. What, amazing information for parents, for kids, for anyone that is looking to go to back to college or go to college. I bet my dad, if he heard this podcast would be like, why didn't I know about this when you guys were in school? This would have saved me so many hours. Oh my gosh. Right. I, I, you know what? I bet you a lot of parents out there are saying, oh my gosh, <laughs> that same thing. Listen, I'm serious. Parents, listen, mm-hmm. listen, stop. If you are a parent, don't wait. Get that book right now mm-hmm. because I'm telling you, college is a pain in the butt. If, you, if you're if you not in the process of it and you've got a number of years and you're like, oh, I don't have to worry about it now, start thinking about it now. Mm-hmm. Trust me, you don't want this to sneak up on you. And we just gave you one of the best resources that you could ever have for your entire life and for your child's life because this is going to literally change lives. Oh yeah. And you know, if you think about it, if your kids do not know what they want to do, maybe they do want to sit down and talk to someone and figure it out. I know that she's given us a lot of, of lessons and things we can do with our kids in order to figure out what they want to do. Um, but just make sure that you have all of the resources that are available and definitely get her book. Um, she's giving it out to you guys for free. And, you know, she wants to really have you prepared and your, your children are prepared for college. 
So definitely reach out and get that book. <laughs> yeah. So make sure you you reach out to Shelly. She was an amazing guest. We appreciate her. And also, if you want more good stuff from this podcast, from Melissa and I, don't forget to head over to Creative Global, uh, patreon.com slash creative global and sign up there. So that way you can get all the behind the scenes stuff. We've got a lot, a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. Uh, oh, yeah. Did you know that our company, Creative Global, is starting to manufacture card and board games? Ooh, did you know that? Well, you would if you were on Patreon. <laughs> did you know that Melissa's comic book is fully funded and going to print and everything is awesome with Kickstarter? Oh, yeah. Completely done and over with. It's awesome. So you guys... Definitely head over to www.deadlycrimson.com. You can see all the latest news. Did you know that my new album, Power to Change, is dropping and on October 21st and that you can get it on streaming platforms worldwide? Yes. And you can go to jessebiondi.com. That's B-I-O-N-D-I.com to hear all of his latest news. So, so much stuff is going on here. I could keep going with a did you knows. But with that, I'll just leave it there. And if you want to know these things, again, head over to patreon.com slash creative global. Sign up for $5, five measly little dollars a month and you get all this good stuff and if you love this podcast please tell your friends about reimagine success we are on all the streaming platforms so we make sure that you get the coverage that you need so head over to any of your streaming platforms and tell your friends and family to head over to reimagine success and with that this is a creative global podcasting production did you get motivated do you feel inspired don't worry about keeping up with the Joneses anymore, and don't forget to celebrate your successes every single day. Thank you for taking this journey with us. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Reimagined Success Pod. Email us at reimaginedsuccesspod at gmail.com and let us know what your successes are. Head over to patreon.com slash creativeglobal for bonus and behind-the-scenes content. New episodes every Thursday at reimaginedsuccesspod.com or your favorite podcast streaming platform. So let's change our mindsets and reimagine success.